0: Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Friday, September 6th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead... Biologists are studying populations of copperhead snakes in the St. Louis area in an effort to learn more about the misunderstood creatures and educate people about them.
1: One of the misconceptions is that they're really aggressive, uh, that every snake is out to harm you or hurt you. The vast majority don't say, oh, I see a human over there. I have to go bite it.
0: St. Louis Public Radio's Shayla Farzon reports on snake tracking. First, the news. Last month, a person who identified himself as Dominique called St. Louis on the air to weigh in on airport privatization. But as St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff reports, the identity of the caller is likely the man in charge of communications for the city's airport advisory working group, which has repeatedly touted transparency. And his name is not Dominique
2: Douglas Petty says he calls radio programs all the time, and when he does, he uses his name. But the man who called sounded so much like Petty, we looked into it. We've been unable to obtain the AT&T phone log, so we hired an audio forensic expert.
0: I would consider it more likely than not.
2: That's Rob Maher, a voice recognition expert at Montana State University, who has testified as an expert witness in federal and state trials. Maher compared audio from the Dominique call in a phone interview with Petty from June. As part of his analysis, Maher lined up distinct words, frequently used in both audio files.
1: Time, 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 time. Process, 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 process.
2: He also created a spectrogram, a type of graph that can compare the pronunciation, cadence, and frequency of words.
0: These characteristics of the speech, the certain phraseology, the pronunciation, the emphasis, the pitch, those things are all very comparable, and then that would lead to a conclusion that there's a likely match between the two.
2: Immediately after the radio show, Petty acknowledged he had listened live, but said he uses his name when he calls into shows. He's never directly denied to St. Louis Public Radio that he made the call. This week in an email, he said his final comment is, quote, the truth is all that matters. I'm Corinne Ruff, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: St. Louis parents want more support services for students to help them deal with conflicts before they turn to gun violence. The city school board held a public forum last night to discuss the issue that has killed more than one dozen children this year. Shante Smith says the community needs to do more than sit around and talk.
3: It's a lot of pain, it's a lot of hurt in this room. But one of the things that we're not identifying and we're not connecting with, that there's a cultural disconnect between the home, the school, the community, and the church. And the student is in the focus and in the middle
0: six st louis public school students have been shot and killed this year at least two others have been wounded other victims were too young for school or did not attend district schools the weekend after labor day in st louis last year was filled with impromptu events meant to fill the void of Loufest, fest the music festival in forest park was canceled just days before it was to begin organizers blamed bad weather and media coverage of key production vendors dropping out. Danielle Homeyer says Lou Fest was bigger than music.
2: I kind of went every year not necessarily as like a major music fan, but I kind of love the fact that Lou Fest existed to begin with. I really felt like Lou Fest was something special for those years that we had it.
0: Lou Fest producer Listen Live Entertainment did not respond to questions about whether it will try to revive the festival next year. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review this daily effort wherever you get your podcasts. We'd appreciate it, and it keeps the bosses happy. Missouri is home to more than 40 species of snakes. Only a few are venomous, like the copperhead, which lives in the St. Louis area. But this species can be incredibly hard to find, which makes it difficult to study. St. Louis Public Radio's Shayla Farzan met a small team of researchers hoping to learn more about the elusive Copperhead snake.
3: As he prepares for surgery, Chris Hanley listens closely to his patient's heartbeat.
1: We're just giving some uh, fluids and some pain
0: management, some analgesics, some antibiotics before surgery.
3: The St. Louis Zoo veterinarian adjusts his face mask and lays out his tools on the table, waiting for the anesthesia to take effect. His patient is a young copperhead snake that weighs about as much as a half stick of butter. Hanley is implanting a radio transmitter into the snake's body.
1: The trickiest part in these little snakes is getting it into the body cavity. You don't want to just go under the skin because the body will kick it out like a Very easily like a splinter.
3: It's part of a research study tracking the movements of copperhead snakes in the St. Louis region. The copperhead is the most common venomous snake in Missouri, but we know surprisingly little about its basic biology. How does it find a mate? Where does it live? How many are
1: there? It's like putting together a puzzle where you always get more pieces added in. And the picture just keeps growing and growing.
3: Ben Jelen is leading the snake tracking study. He's a biology professor at the St. Louis College of Pharmacy. The idea is simple, at least in theory. Tag wild copperheads with radio transmitters, put them back where you found them, and then see where they go. That's how we end up wading through shoulder-high grass at Powder Valley Nature Center in Kirkwood on a recent afternoon. Master student Brittany Nyer holds a large metal antenna that picks up the signal from the transmitters inside the snakes. The beeps from the receiver get louder and louder, which tells Nyer the snake is close by. We follow the beeps of the receiver into the forest, looking for a large adult male the team has nicknamed Captain
1: Kirk. Oh, I see him. You see him?
2: Yeah. Can I see him from this angle?
3: Even with our equipment, Captain Kirk is very hard to spot, coiled up under a fallen branch. Jellin says the species' camouflage is its best line of defense.
1: I think because they're so cryptic, they go undetected quite a bit. That saves you from direct persecution, meeting the wrong end of a shovel but it doesn't save you from habitat loss.
3: As humans have moved out of the cities and built homes where forests once stood, snake populations around St. Louis have been squeezed into smaller and smaller slices of habitat. Many little habitat patches, like Powder Valley, are now bordered by major roads. Bob Aldridge spent his career studying snakes in the St. Louis area. The retired St. Louis University biology professor says these small, isolated populations are at a higher risk of disappearing.
0: If your population is large enough, you can lose a fair number of them, and the ones that survive can spread back out. Whereas once they're isolated,
1: that's it.
3: Ben Jelen doesn't know how many copperheads are at Powder Valley or how far they travel. He still has a lot of questions he wants to answer, but he says it's just as important to educate people about snakes.
1: One of the misconceptions is that they're really aggressive, uh, that every snake is out to harm you or hurt you. The vast majority don't say, oh, I see a human over there. I have to go bite it.
3: Jelen says he often meets people who are curious about what he's doing. A few weeks ago, a hiker stopped him and asked if the antenna he was carrying was a music stand. These conversations, he says, can help change people's minds about snakes, one at a time. I'm Shayla Farzan, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: Our Holly Edgel edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway.